listening to Stream Queen. Now bow down and all hail your host, Music City Mel. Today, we are gathered here to discuss the movie Terrifier. It was released to Netflix in September of this year, and it was written and directed by Damien Leone. It's a story about a killer clown who goes on a killing spree, terrorizing three young women and anyone else in his way on Halloween night. So, fellas, tell me, see it or skip it? I'm going to start with you, Brian. Definitely see it. This okay. movie, um, I was a little late to this one. Um, I heard a lot of people talking about this. You got to see it. You got to see Art the Clown. So I, I, I took a chance. I blind bought it, the Blu-ray. Fantastic movie. Fantastic. And anybody that listens to our show knows I'm a big proponent of practical effects. And this movie is 100% practical effects. Mm-hmm. Um, Art the Clown is a horror icon off of one movie. And that that's my opinion. I'm, I could be wrong. People can, might disagree with me, but... I think he's up there with uh, Pennywise, Captain Spaulding. Everybody else just kind of falls underneath that. Um, the movie itself was fantastic. Not uh, We're going to do spoilers later, right? You can dive into spoilers now. Oh, okay. Um, I, lo- I love how the movie started. Um, it almost gave you kind of a, a 80s feel because um, yeah. you, you get a little montage of, of uh, art getting ready for the night getting his weapons you know his his uh devices he likes to use and then you get the title card which i felt was a very 80s throwback title card and um yeah the kills were fantastic all the way through i I know mel there was there was one particular one in there that just kind of you had to be pre-warned i i did (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah, uh, before we really get into spoilers, I want to hear what everybody else thinks about it. So uh, I'll pass it off to Josh. Yeah, I mean, absolutely see this film. I mean, with I'm such a horror fan, and this absolutely – some people would, would have started off thinking this was a B film. In no way is this a B film. This is absolutely top echelon for me as far as horror films go. As a matter of fact, blows away a lot of the films that get these super high budgets now. And now, I mean, like movies that are out there that have like Crimson Peak that literally you think are going to be such a great movie. You Then you get into it and you're like, what, it, what am I watching? And mm-hmm. then you get a film like this that has maybe one tenth of the budget or even, if it's even a tenth of the budget. I mean, this much smaller budget and you you've got this amazing you create a horror icon i mean somebody who with one more film under his belt could step onto a poster with people like leatherface and michael myers and you know people are already putting him on uh on the list of 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 your top slashers of all time in no way can you skip this but be warned do not be the faint of heart and turn this movie on if you are the faint of heart and you turn this movie on you will not go to sleep that night (laughs) you you, you'll you may turn the film off i i would even reckon it back to back in the day when people saw Texas Chainsaw for the first time, mm-hmm. totally were not realizing what Toby Hooper had just done and not re- weren't expecting what they were about to see. And I, I would reckon it back to that. I mean, I feel like when you throw this movie on, you are about to be jolted into this world that you have no clue and you cannot predict what's – no matter – if anybody ever tells you that they can predict what's going to happen in this film, they are full of shit. I will tell you that right <laughs> now. This, If you are a horror fan in any capacity, in no way can you skip this film. Lance, we're going to you. Yeah, I was I was like Brian a little late to the party, too, because I heard a lot of uh, a lot of people talking about it on different podcasts. And uh, see it? Yeah, see it. I've seen it twice, uh, like in about a week. I actually uh, watched it again on Monday because I had a little some time to kill at the office. It's, we did, didn't have a whole lot of people answering <laughs> their phones the day before Christmas. So um, that ended up being on the on the watch list again. But, um, yeah, what I love about this movie is the, uh, is the buildup because 
like you said, Brian, it starts out, you know, with the title card and everything, and then it kind of um, shows you a scene that sort of is a... Uh, you don't know exactly why that scene is in there until everything makes mm-hmm. sense toward the end of the movie. But um, I really love the way that they kind of, you know, created the characters, um, the young girls that were kind of like out at the party, maybe had a little too much to drink, ended up at the pizza place. Uh, and then all of a sudden this clown shows up just kind of staring at him and everything's real funny with one of them and the other one's freaked out. And that, that dynamic was really cool. The way the characters interacted, um, different people, you know, perceived him in different ways. Uh, one, Like I said, one of them was really scared from the beginning. The other one was just basically fucking around. Um, did a little something with a selfie that, that he kind of emulated later in the movie. I really love that scene. <laughs> but the, kill, the yeah. kills in this movie were probably my favorite part of it. I really enjoyed the, the practical effects. Um, I love the time that he took to do some of his kills. He didn't, like, just jump in there and, you know, stab somebody and get away. And then he had, like, some surprise weapons that you really weren't expecting to see where you kind of thought somebody had an upper hand and then, you know, oh, surprise. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, Terrifier, great movie. Yeah, even me being terrified terrified of clowns i have to say see it it's really good um david howard thornton man nails it um the thing that i like about him is just those mannerisms um that are so fucking creepy (laughs) um yeah he plays the part of a psychotic clown very well um so yeah, I've got to I've got to say see it. Um, I'm very curious to hear what your opinions are as far as you know favorite scenes in the movie. Gonna start with you, Brian. Oh, um, it, it's I don't know. It's kind of a toss up between the hacksaw scene mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, as it's been put, uh, the Buffalo Bill scene because yep. that that was something I when I first watched it I didn't think was gonna happen. <laughs> And then it happened, and I was like, this is disturbing, but at the same time, this is amazing. And yeah. uh, I also want to add that David, the way he plays Art the Clown, he does so much with doing so little with the character. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Just by sitting there, just that whole pizza pizza shop scene where he's just staring oh at Oh, my God, I know. And, you know, he barely moves or changes his expression, and it just works. But as far as scenes, um, yeah, it's kind of a toss-up between those two. Josh? (laughs) All right, what's so funny here is me and Brian, when Brian was saying that, it was almost like the scene from Step Brothers, like I wanted to say with him, because (laughs) it's like he was inside my mind throwing out the scenes. I was like, did we just become best friends? You want to go do karate in the garage? You know, it's like ridiculous. Because seriously, like you look at those scenes like that, and I guess just to be different, I mean, those were my scenes that I was really going to throw out there. But I mean, you throw out a scene like uh, The Hacksaw. Cutting somebody literally, and good gracious, I hope people are ready for spoilers. It, I mean, you string somebody upside down and cut them from top Holy to bottom with a shit. hacksaw. I mean, what what in the world? I mean, it, I guess it, it makes me sound demented to say that that was one of my favorite scenes. But Very definitely, weird. yeah, a little bit. But I mean, definitely one of the most... Can we can we say it reaches out and touches you? I mean, it reaches out and grabs you pretty, pretty big time. Like literally, you can't. There's no going back once once you see the the you know her get the veil pulled back, and all of a sudden you see what's in his hand. You're like, nah, he ain't gonna do that. And you, holy shit, he's gonna do that. And then you just you know it's all over from there. I mean, once he starts, I mean, there's nothing. There's no stopping. I mean, it's really <laughs> that's a scene. Seriously, Lance. Well, I mean, it would be easy to say the you know the scene in the pizzeria that was so awesome because I love the way all the characters played off each other. Um, I I thought both both of the actresses worked really well together in that scene, and the differences in how they you know how they reacted to the clown. I also love the the guys that were that were working in the pizzeria. <laughs> it just seems so realistic, you know. For you know, you got these New Jersey. Uh, pizzeria guys here but um i don't know i really uh, i kind of like the part where uh, 
Uh, the, I thought she was going to be the... I, well, we're really going to spoil now, but um, a particular person from that scene that I really thought she was going to make it to be the final girl, but um, unfortunately, like I said, he did have some some secret weapons tucked away <laughs> that kind of mm-hmm. kind of changed that but i thought she did a really good job uh, aside from obviously art the clown i thought she was my second second favorite in the movie yeah so that scene where she got to be kind of badass that was pretty cool uh-huh <laughs> yeah i've got to say i uh definitely in the pizzeria that was i just can't imagine being that girl that's like oh yeah i'm gonna go sit on this clown's lap no girl I you mean, she was drunk run, as hell bitch. melissa <laughs> what is wrong with you there is no amount of liquor that's gonna make me be like you know what i need to do is i need to take a selfie with this fucking crazy clown that's what i need to do no well no. and from a girl power standpoint and you know you're mel's about the girl power I'm right about the girl power so i mean really this film i mean at a certain point i mean there is some there's a girl power thing going on right yeah yeah i can i can see that uh no there's no amount of liquor y'all that's gonna make me be like let me take a selfie with this guy that's sitting here no mm -mm, not gonna happen but aside from that i actually really loved the scene where he's cradling the baby doll and he's all you know loving up on it and then girlfriend you know reaches in she's like have you felt a mother's touch blah 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 Oh, my God. That <laughs> scene was intense. Yeah, you thought she was going to break him down there and he was going to start crying. Oh, my God. We're about to have a moment. Everybody gather in, gather around. We're going to have a moment together. Oh, it was a moment. <laughs> it, was, it, was a mo- it was a moment. Not the moment I was intending upon, but it was definitely a moment. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Here's a question for y'all. What do you think? I mean, is it is the gore on point with like a like a Tarantino? Like to me, it was. Uh, I mean, what would you compare oh, the yeah. gore to? For sure. What do you uh, guys, Brian? This is your territory, man. You know what? I didn't really think of it, but I I, I kind of agree with you. I think it, it's it's right there. I mean, it's not like I, I mean, I don't guess the blood is like, you know, when you, the chick gets beheaded and Kill Bill and literally blood is mm-hmm. squirting yeah. to stop the seal. I mean, it wasn't something like that. But I I, mean, I guess and this does make me so demented, but being such a horror fan for so long, I mean, I don't want to say the more blood, the better. But I mean, it did. It does need an amount of blood to mm-hmm. to to sell it. Like, I mean, sure. it, did everybody here see the new uh, Halloween movie, Michael Myers? Yeah. And, yeah. Well, they. Know, knowing that they upped the level from the original. Don't get me wrong. I do not take anything away from the original. I'm a huge fan of the original Halloween film. But in the new film, you know, they throw so much extra blood at you. To me, it added some. Like, it really, it brought more validity to, dude, if Michael Myers comes after you and and gets after you with a the knife, there's it's going to pour, you're going to pour blood. You know, yeah, it's gonna, mm-hmm. there's going to be some blood. Yep. There'll be blood. Oh, sorry. There's a lot of it. I'm sorry. Yeah, there was plenty. <laughs> he did. He didn't exactly worry about keeping his clown costume uh, night nice, nice and oh, tidy, no. did he? No, no, there was none of that. Yeah, was I did there... like seeing kind of doused and and like <laughs> like he says in the interview. You know, I mean, he goes up and he's covered with blood, and literally people run off and 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 you know, it's it's pretty crazy. I mean, there was he was he was menacing and covered in blood. God. Uh, was there any part of the movie that anybody had a problem with, like anything? Um, not, not so much, man. Do you mean yeah. problem? So with, like, is it freaked you out, or do you mean problem? No, with, like, is, like um, for instance, plot the, the small, plot the holes, small yeah. thing that I had a problem with. I did yeah. not like that he used a gun. Mm-hmm. I oh, like I thought okay. about that. Okay, I, I kind of like that it's surprise, man. That. <laughs> I mean it. It kind of made up for it when he reloaded it, and then he just kind of emptied the whole gun into her face. So I was like, okay, right. you sort of made up for it. But I, I just would have preferred that he not use a gun at I, all. Yeah. It shocked me that he pulled I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. What is this? Okay, okay. Good, good question. Here's here's part two of that. Okay. What did you think about – here's the only thing that would have bothered me a little bit. Did you like or dislike the fact that there's a supernatural aspect to it at the end? Oh, that's, that was the only way to end it. Uh, yeah, but is it? But is it? No, I'm uh, See, to yeah, me – Yeah, that's true. Maybe they could have so cut that part out. It's so much more creepy. 
if he is not supernatural and just the son bitch lit. I mean, mm-hmm. if he's like a Michael Myers, like right. literally, you just can't kill him. Yeah. I, there's a supernatural aspect to, to Michael Myers, regardless of whether it's, it's yeah, acknowledged it's, or not. But it's not as like in your face, I think, is right. what Josh is saying. Right. Like, like the, it, he don't end. make the lights flicker. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I don't know. Did you? I mean, so y'all, what do you think? I mean, does. You I want mean, him to be supernatural? Do they explore the fact that he's he is supernatural in the next one? You know, they better I, explore it. I, I don't know. I kind of wish they would have stayed away from that, I, but I, mm-hmm. but they I mean, did. They did what they did, and you know, I'm kind of just rolling with it. But yeah, I, I, that's I, a small gripe. Yeah, I w- I would have preferred not. At least if they were going to go that angle, just not with the flickering lights, and probably not have him shoot himself in the head just right 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 mm-hmm. but it did it up his crazy factor that was, yes, <laughs> that, was that was pretty shocking too when he did yeah you're that. like what what am i watching <laughs> like seriously man you know y'all know when you saw him in the buffalo bill scene like you know you just went what what, what in the fuck <laughs> am i watching what am i watching yes like you're happy that you're yes. watching it because you're a horror fan mm-hmm. and at the same time you're just like I don't know, reevaluating things in life. You're like, what? What is going on? Yes. No, yeah. exactly. Wow. <laughs> well, he, that was that uh, that motherly love she was cur- cur- curling up to give him. And what did he do? He cuts her tits off. <laughs> I mean, it's just good. I mean, seriously, that's the thing, man. If it had been cookie cutter, right, we right. wouldn't be having this conversation. That's absolutely right. correct. It's so yep. It's so true. I don't know how they can get around the whole supernatural aspect based on everything yeah. in the with him blowing yeah, his brains yeah. out. Like, how's he going to come back? Right, right. Yeah. But yet he will. Um, so I'm fine with it. I mean, like, you know, you're going to give me a killer clown. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm on board for all of it. So. And do you tell me this? You think he he will go on to those posters? Like, you, we've all seen the posters yep. of all your classic slashers. Does he not immediately almost go on them? Definitely. I think yeah. he does. Yeah, I do too. Especially, you know, within the past, you know, few years, how these type of clown movies have, you know, we've seen so many of them, and then you know, you had the thing where people were running around dressing up like clowns, scaring people. You know, oh, clowns yeah, was, was kind of in for a while, and he definitely stands above all that, without question. With the sharp, the sharp features on the eye and the sharp features on the face, mm-hmm. he's just yeah. he's there. You know, and if Honestly, and I hope I don't hurt anybody's feelings by saying this, but man, take Ghostface off of it. Mm-hmm. Throw take him Ghostface on there. You know what I mean? It. Like, yep. don't get me wrong. I I enjoyed the Scream movies for what they were, but Ghostface was not a an entity killer. You know, he's so many different people. Take him off. Terrifier is it, dude? You Terrifier you? I go to I go down an alleyway and Ghostface comes after me. Yeah, I might be kind of scared. I go down an alleyway and I see Terrifier. <laughs> my ass is running. I'm telling you right now, I'm running, and I'm scared that like he's gonna eat my soul by looking at me. You know, he, he just he will eat your soul by looking at you. <laughs> You know, it just is what it is. <laughs> I mean, he he I think he has earned his spot. Yes, he absolutely has earned his spot. Like he is he's become an icon. Yes. Already. Overnight almost. Yes. Almost overnight. It would seem so. It just took the notoriety of getting on Netflix to where millions of people could see you. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, that was a good move to get it. I don't know what they had to do to get it uh Onto Netflix, but that was um, that definitely, you know, broadened the audience for it, no doubt. Absolutely, no, I fully agree. Um, do you guys have any any other thoughts that you want to get out there before we dive into our interview? Everybody, watch it. It's on yeah, Netflix. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of <laughs> twists and turns in it, which I like. Um, I thought maybe so, if there was if there was one part you're kind of talking about what you know what was not necessarily your favorite scene or might have taken you out a little bit how did he have time to cut uh to cut that guy's head off and then turn it into like a jack-o'-lantern with that's That's one of those things that you just accept suspend disbelief okay like wow he's a human (laughs) jack-o'-lantern gotcha i never saw that before that's kind of cool maybe after practice he's he's just really fast now he knows what he's doing (laughs) okay yeah 
and, it, and if nothing less, man, I mean, we've got to see this guy again. Like, seriously, once you oh, see no this doubt. movie, you will know. I mean, there has to be another Terrifier film. There, it, you know, Art the Clown will is is already on his way to being immortalized as a horror icon. Uh, essentially, already there, and and it has to. It, it's gonna. Be, it's got to come back. Mm-hmm. Nice. One thousand percent agree with you. Again, as somebody that's terrified of clowns, I still loved it. So there you go. Um, we hope you guys enjoy our interview with David Howard Thornton. All right, David, we're going to just kind of dive right in. So I want to know what attracted you to the role of Art the Clown? I was just a fun character. I mean, it's like I I had seen like uh, All Hallows Eve years before and I loved the character. I was like, oh, my God, he's like an evil Mr. Bean. What a fun because I've always wanted to play that Mr. <laughs> Bean like character, like one of the silent characters that's very mischievous and uses a lot of physical comedy. I've always wanted to have that opportunity. And so I, I saw the, the casting notice for it. I'm like, oh, my God, yes. So I, I contacted my reps. I'm like, you, you guys have got to just submit me. I mean, I can nail this. I can, I can totally book this role. And I did. <laughs> now, now, was it like a, do you think you got, or did you get any of your inspiration for how you played Art the Clown based off of the Joker? Oh, yeah. There's a little bit of Joker in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I pulled from so many different places, like a, a lot from like old, like uh, silent film actors, you know, even Mr. Bean, of course, my buddy, Stephen Carl, that recently passed away. He was uh, Robbie Rotten on Lazy Town. Um, gosh, Jim Carrey, Doug Jones, Marcel Mosso, then like from like hard people like, you know, Robert England and even like Chucky and of course, Joker and all that kind of stuff. I, I just put all that like a blender in my brain and came up with art. That's very cool. Are you, I'm, are, would you consider yourself a comic fan or, or an anime? I mean, I know you've done oh, a little gotcha. voiceover with anime. Oh, yeah, especially uh, comics. I mean, like, Joker is my ultimate role that I want to play, like, especially on, like, TV or uh, especially on TV series. Because, you know, with a film, you only have, like, one or two films maybe that you can play him but like a tv series you can possibly go multiple seasons and multiple episodes and really flesh out the character and play around with them a lot that's what i would love to just absolutely love to absolutely and with a character that deep i mean you you have so many avenues you can go oh yeah i'm like it's it's a dream i mean i play him on a, a web series it's a, it's, you know, fan-made web series so like you know we don't make any money off of it or anything like that but it's it's he's such a fun character i just love doing the, the role and i'm like I, I want to do more with the role and i'm like come on like greg berlanti call me buddy <laughs> <laughs> you'll be part of that berlanti verse huh? yeah. oh god i mean i just watched uh, like uh i finished watching the first season of titans and i'm like oh my god it's so good mm-hmm if that was I'm like that last episode too it was such a Batman centered episode. I'm like, oh god, I would because I would love to do like a Batman show that is very dark and gritty, like that. You know, just like ah, oh, you could just really do some dark things with the characters that way. Even like not just Joker, but like Riddler, you can make him more like a like a, a, a jigsaw type of character mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's just, oh, there's so much you could do. Oh, Scarecrow, my god, oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, with the makeup taking over three hours to apply each time, was it a difficult transformation and was it uncomfortable to wear? Not really. I mean, like the, the biggest pain in the butt about the makeup was the contact lenses more than anything mm-hmm. else. Like it's, it's a very lightweight, uh, silicon mask that's glued to my face. And so it's, it's, it was molded to my face in the first place. So it fits me perfectly. And with the glue on there and like, it's it's fine it's taking it off is a pain in the butt but you know what can you do but it's like i I would forget that i was wearing it at times because it was just so comfortable (laughs) is it true that you uh you had to undergo the process like 20 times 20 plus times during the the shooting of the film yep 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 (laughs) (laughs) three hours each time huh yeah, at least at least three hours. I mean, sometimes it was even eight hours because Damien, wow. director, was also doing my makeup. So he would mm-hmm. have to like do a little bit of my makeup and then go set up a shot, come back and do some more of my makeup, and then go film. You come in. so I, I know there were a few nights where I got in the chair around like like what about like four o'clock in the afternoon, and I didn't get out until midnight, and then I had to film for wow. several hours. 
it's just like yeah you start to lose your mind sometimes that, explain, <laughs> that explains a lot about the, your character now Oh yeah, you know, I, I think a little bit of the the delirium helped. So. <laughs> yeah. How much involvement did you have in creating the mannerisms and expressions for the character in the film? I would say it was a good fifty-fifty because I based a lot on what the original art Mike Gianelli did with the character, mm-hmm. and I just kind of like branched off from there and just added more to it. And and Damien and I worked a lot with that. You know, like sometimes he knew exactly how he wanted me to act in the scene with like down to the facial expressions and stuff like that. And other times he's just like, "Go ahead and play." And so that's when I, I have physical comedy in my background there and really just play. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot of fun. So it's, it's nice having that kind of collaborative, like, relationship with the director. Because I've had some directors where they're just like, this is my idea and you have to do exactly what my idea. Don't do anything else. And I, I, like, I like to play as an actor. So it was nice having that kind of opportunity. Now, as far as, like, you and Mike, did you have any connection? with him or was it where did y'all talk about how he had played the character versus how you wanted to play the character or did he have any input after that or was there any beef there uh, no I, I i still have not actually met mike in person we've talked online but i never talked to him until after filming was done and everything but i mean i i, I just watched a lot of what he did so i could get the basic mannerisms so because you know, i had to understand like who the character was in the first place and you know, of course, Damien and I interacted a lot because, you know, especially being in that makeup chair so much with them. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that helped. That definitely helped. But, yeah. Now, it was, it didn't adult. say anywhere online about where he had or why they had swapped um, actors. I mean, was there – do you know the reason? I, I think it was Mike just wanted to go off and do different things with his life. I, I don't think he really was wanting to be an actor full time from the get go. He was he was a good friend of Damien's when they, they, they've been like buddies for like years. So it was, it was more like a friend doing a favor for a friend. And and I, I think he just wanted, he wanted to do other things with his life. I think he didn't want to go through all the makeup again. <laughs> oh, completely understand. Yeah, which I can understand, you know, especially if that's not your main drive in life. So I'm like, yeah. For me, I, I'm like, I, I look at, you know, people like, you know, Robert England or Doug Jones, Jim Carrey. You know, these guys have gone hours and hours and hours, even more than I have. And I'm like, if they can do it, so can I. Mm-hmm. Is this worth it? Especially to play a character like that, it's totally worth it. How did your training as a mime help you prepare for the part? Well, oddly enough, I don't have training as a mime. Mm. Uh, I think that's like that's like a big misconception I've seen out there. People always, people say I'm a mime. I'm like, oh no 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 no. I have more respect to myself. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. My, my, I would say my training is more just in like physical comedy. I, I and oh, okay. mine was more self-taught. I, I didn't really go mm-hmm. to school for it. I actually have a degree in teaching. So I, I learned from just watching. I grew up watching the old silent comedies and, you know, watching Jim Carrey or Rowan Atkinson and all those guys. But mm-hmm. it wasn't until I toured with Grinch for five years. Um, yeah. That's when I, that's where I, really, I was uh, Stephen Carl's understudy in that. And so Stephen, I don't know if you ever saw Lazy Town, but he is a, ma- he, well, he was, ugh, that's so weird saying that now, but he was a master at physical comedy mm-hmm. the the man was a clown he, he he studied clowning in college and he he was the best of the best and so he he kind of like took me under his wing and just you know helped me fine tune my skills because i had as an actor i had never like known another actor that had like the same experience with physical comedy growing up in theater that could really help train me until I met Stefan and then he just I, you know it was like it was, I, I considered him my Socrates of comedy so it was just like yeah it was, I was lucky there <laughs> when you when you were uh, when you first came on the set and you were in full makeup how, how did your co-stars react when they first <laughs> saw you in like full costume for the first time 
Oh, they loved it. They yeah. they weren't freaked out. Yeah, they were more freaked out when they saw me outside of makeup okay. for the first time. <laughs> They're like, oh, the hell? Especially Samantha. There was like one night where uh, Samantha, who plays uh, Victoria, she mm-hmm. showed up on set the same time I did, and I'm like sitting there in the chair and stuff like that. I'm like, hey, Samantha, and she's like, hi, hi, hi. And I'm like, it's it's me, David. <laughs> She's like, oh my god, that's what you look like. Because <laughs> they would sometimes leave set like before I got out of all my makeup and stuff like that. Because they just wanted right? to go to bed, so they didn't know what I looked like. Well, you you were you guys were doing a lot of filming on location like that. Deer Deer Hills Pizzeria is a real a real spot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's did, a real... you, did you freak out any anybody that was like that happened to be coming oh. by the by the oh, yeah. location? Oh yeah, especially. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, just getting over cold. But um, yeah, I especially scared the the guy that owned Deer Hills Pizza at the time. He has a big, huge phobia of clowns, and oh, I always showed up on set already in like the makeup. Oh. And it was great. One night, he's having a staff meeting, and he didn't know I had walked in, and I just like did the whole like shh thing to his coast, his his uh, uh his workers. I was like, hey, shh, don't let them know. And I just, like, stood behind him while he's giving his speech. I was there for maybe five minutes while he's just talking and talking and talking. Then he turns around, sees me, and just screams. <laughs> I was like, awesome. totally worth it. And then, then, like, I wouldn't even, like, filming because, like, we had some exterior shots and stuff like that. So people would pass by on the street. They're like, what the? (laughs) (laughs) uh, Especially, like, this one night in New Jersey. Like, that area of New Jersey that we're filming in Trenton was just bad neighborhood anyway. And it was late at night. And, like, these two women drove by and they see me. And they come by again and, like, is everything okay? <laughs> Everybody okay? He's like, this is not right. What? What? Filming something. <laughs> At least they were concerned, man. Oh yeah, but I think the best though was it was is it probably one of my favorite stories from the set. Was like uh, it was one night where they're already filming. And I was just waiting in the makeup chair. So I already had all my makeup on. I was bored. And I hear these two women outside the window arguing. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go watch this argument. It gives me something to do. And didn't even think <laughs> about it. And, like, one of them looks up in the window, sees me, and I just wave at her. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they freak out, go running away. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh. Oh, probably shouldn't have done that. This is bad because I had blood on me and everything. Oh my god! Yes, that's what I'm talking about. So yeah, she sees me in this window, just waving at her with blood, and and like, hey Dave, so we got some friends outside that want to meet you. Don't come out till we tell you. And I'm like, oh okay, cool, cool. I'll meet whoever. This is cool. And we had like one of those. uh, It was like we were filming this garage, so I had like the roll-up garage door and stuff like that. So I'm on the other side of the door, and I hear Dave, come on out. Okay. So I roll up the garage door, and I see like this army of like Trenton's finest in like full-on riot gear. Oh wow! Oh my god! Fifteen of these guys out there. They're ready to go to war, and I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) what up? I would have freaked so the fuck out. <laughs> and they just, because they're dead silent for a minute, and then they just start laughing their heads off. Then they're like, eh, we would have shot you on sight. No, you like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you. I told him, please do not shoot. I'm just an actor. This fake blood, do not kill me. <laughs> Clown lives matter. Got a little too real, huh? Yeah, uh, it was really because you know, they're all like getting their p- pictures made with me. But there's this like one cop. I think he had a grenade launcher on him too, and he's just like, he's like, "Don't come near me, man. I I, I can't stand clowns." And I'm like, "Okay, but you let you, you know you 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 have the weapon. I have nothing on me. <laughs> I'm more afraid of you." <laughs> oh my God. That is a wonderful. Story. Oh, it was great. It was that was a funny night. They, at one point, they were even like, "Hey, so um, if you guys need a dead body or anything like that, we got some down in the morgue. We can probably bring you." Oh my like, god! That's where you ended <laughs> up. <laughs> joking or not? But I'm like, yeah, no, we're okay. We're okay. Oh my god. Okay. That's easy for you. 
<laughs> okay, so one of my favorite scenes in the movie, oddly enough, is when you're cradling the baby doll. Like, oh yeah. Oh, um, I don't know. That one just got me. So I want to know what was one of your favorite scenes to film. Oh, that was that was a fun one because like Puya, the the actress that plays the homeless woman, is so good. Oh, she's so good. I mean, she had like tears going down her face. She was just like she got into that scene. I was like, oh my god, she she almost got me emotional. I was like, what? No, no, <laughs> do not cry. <laughs> but um, I, I would say my favorite scene was the whole pizzeria scene. I just had fun awesome. in that one. I, 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 you, I mean, you see every aspect of art in that scene. You see his playfulness. You see his creepiness. You see his just malicious, evil, sadistic side as well. And it's that was such a great scene to do. And that, that's one of those scenes where I was given a lot of room just to play. So I had fun with that one. Yeah. So was was that more you kind of uh, uh, showing through on that part? In that yeah, scene? I would say so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hey, so. Like I've heard Bill Mosley talk about before when they were filming Devil's Rejects that Rob Zombie kind of pushed him to do some stuff that freaked him out a little bit, like to the point where Rob had to grab him and say, look, man, I need you to do this because art is not safe. And I mean, yeah, the pun, you know, it's if you want to do something, if you really want to get out there and and make a difference, you know, you have to push the limits sometime. I mean, was there anything that really pushed the limits with what you were comfortable doing in, in this wow. movie? That's a great question, you because know, Bill is such a sweetheart in real life. Oh, too. I love he is him. Like, he is just like just a, like a, a you know, like laid back, just chill, sweet man, and just like that's that, that's awesome to hear that. I love hearing that. But um, for me, I would say not really as much. But I, the the one part I would say maybe was like my Buffalo Bill scene, but that was more because like. Damien at the last minute decided to do something different with it because originally it was in the script where uh, Art was wearing the body parts over his clown costume mm-hmm. and he's like I have this really fucked up idea oh. he's like why don't you do that naked oh my God. I'm like oh I was like <laughs> I've never been one about I, I've always been very self-conscious about my body because, you know, I, I'm honest about it. I look like E.T. when I have my shirt off. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh who wants to see me naked? <laughs> I, like, I don't want to see me naked. But I'm like, but, you know, I'm like, I, I thought about it. I'm like, first of all, that's really freaky. That would be really, really freaky knowing that I'm wearing someone else's body parts on my, like, flesh. That's that's really freaky. And second of all, it's like, you know what? It's Catherine, who, who played Dawn in the film, for what she had to endure for her scene, and she exposed herself in such a manner. I'm like, you know, if she can do it, I can do it. So, yeah. I'll do it because I'm like it's it's it, I'm like I think that will make that scene stick out so much more. You're right, Damon. That will make that so much freakier. Let's do it. And I was like, I apologize to the crew that <laughs> 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 they have to see me like that. But yeah, let's do it. Well, I just I think it's awesome that you did it. You know what I mean? Like it's awesome that you take those risks. Like I said, I mean, I think Bill Mosley hearing him say, you know, he was glad that he did, or he's glad that he was pushed to do that mm-hmm. because yeah. it made that much of a, more of an impact. I believe absolutely wholeheartedly that it made more of an impact for sure. Yeah. Well, that, that's that's acting too. I'm like, you, you're not yourself. You're supposed to be playing someone else, and like, both of our characters are evil, sadistic people. So right. I was like, yeah. That's just something they, that that character would do. So, yeah, you have to let go of some conventions that you have in your head to do those kinds of things. Um, speaking of Damien, after being cast as Art the Clown, uh, how did you get along with him? Oh, great. Yeah, I'm like, I, I, Damien's an awesome dude. He's just like, he, for the, the amount of just messed up stuff he comes up with, he is like the total opposite in real life. He is just like a big, mm. huge geek, just really chill, just sweet guy, just very respectful. I'm like, he never once lost his cool on set, and we had we had several mishaps and stuff like that. He never once lost his cool, never raised his voice, never got angry. He's just very chill dude, and and of course, you know, we got to know each other very well in the makeup chair and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, yeah, I mean, he's basically like family to me now. 
Well, I mean, we talk all the time, still. <laughs> cool. Well, th- this uh, movie's definitely picking up, you know, a lot of a lot of cult following, at least in the you know the circles that we hang around in. I think Netflix probably helped a lot. But, oh um, yeah. You, you have any idea what the original budget was? Yeah, I, I don't want to give the exact numbers, okay. but it's definitely less than six figures. Gotcha. Wow, really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was a lot bigger budget than what it was. And like when Damien told me that what the budget actually was, he told me earlier this year, I I, I couldn't stop laughing for about five minutes because I couldn't believe it that yep. what we pulled off with that kind of budget, but especially when you consider like the the huge multi-million dollar movies that like Hollywood will make for horror and mm-hmm. that are crap. <laughs> the absolute yes. crap that you see out there. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> and I think what saved us a lot of money in it was uh, that Damien did all the practical yep. effects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like that's, you know, when you're not relying on CG and you actually have someone that's, you're not having to hire someone to do your practical effects that knows, you know, that saves a lot of money. Well, and some people would compare him to his, or from what I've read, his idol, Savini. Some people yeah. would compare his work. I, I I totally and completely agree that he is the next Savini. Totally agree. Totally agree. I mean, that's that's who he's he's idolized. He he totally. Uh, he we got to meet uh, Tom earlier this year at a convention. And I I've never seen Damien just like geek out so much where he was just he he almost kind of shut down. He was so nervous. He was just like, oh my he's god, such a nice guy too. Oh, he. <laughs> He's changed. He's changed. He now is a very, very, very nice guy. Yeah. It was. It was. I, I think Damien was just like he couldn't believe it. He was just like, "Oh my god, this is." He 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 made himself. Uh, he made a little uh, Funko figure like of art, and he gave it to Tom that we signed and stuff like that. And he was just like, he, he's like, you. He gave him a copy of the movie and all that. He was just Aww. like, it's like you. You were the reason I've done this. So this is for you. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and Tom was like, wow, thank you so very much. And it's like, we had the same reaction to Robert England, too. Both of us were just kind of like, uh. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm curious, how does working in film differ from working on the stage in the theater or doing voiceover work? Oh, it's so much different because, like, that's what I it, I've like. This was my first big f- film. I, I I've done like you know background work and stuff like that beforehand. But so this is my first real foray into film, and my my background is on stage. I, I grew up in the theater most of my life. You know, at least it start literally my whole entire life in the theater. Starting out like church theater, going through the community theater to like you know here up in New York. And there's a big difference. So, like, I would say one of the biggest differences, like, with theater, you have weeks of practice of rehearsals. So you can take that time to fine-tune the characters and the scenes and find all these little fun nuances and play around with things. And then you you have multiple performances where you can just keep on building upon it. And you have that instant feedback from the audience so you know what's working and what is not working so you can adapt with film you have none of that (laughs) it's like you you just film on the day but then you if you make a mistake you can go back and do it again and you know do multiple takes so Mm -hmm. you have that luxury there but like I'm one of these people I I will think I'm I'm, I'm constantly adding things to my performance when I do stuff on stage even like on the last show I'm I'm adding stuff and I'll even think of stuff after I've finished the run of a show and I'm like, ah, Oh, that would have been fun to do. <laughs> and with film, I don't, I can't do that. I'm like, Oh, well, th- what it is is that's, that's just what it is. <laughs> so I'll say that's like the biggest difference. Plus there's so much waiting around on set. <laughs> just, uh, you, you, there's, uh, there's more waiting around than there is actually filming. <laughs> right. Makes yeah. sense. And, yeah. and putting on makeup and all that for you, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But and there there are aspects of both that I really enjoy. So I was like, I can't really choose which one I prefer. 
Man, now you are in conversations that talk about Pennywise and Captain Spaulding. Like, you're Dude. in that realm now. That's so weird. I mean, how does that <laughs> feel? Like, that's crazy. Like, you're you're talked about in the same circles that have that people like Sid Haig and yeah. uh, Tim Curry and uh, Skarsgård, you know, playing these iconic characters. And now you're one of them. Does that mind does that feel weird for you yeah. or what? <laughs> it's very weird. It, it's just like it's all of that is so bizarre to me. I mean, I'm right now. I'm having to like wrap my brain around something. Uh, last week they had the Fright Award, the Fright Meter Awards, mm-hmm. and I, I was nominated for Best Actor opposite of Nicolas Cage and John Krasinski and a lot of other fantastic, great actors and. I ended up winning, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> That's amazing! Congratulations! Yeah, thanks. It was just like that blue. It's like I, I'm still like, "What?" <laughs> Especially because Nicolas Cage came as rum, runner-up uh, for Mandy, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Nicolas Cage. It's Nicolas. It's Nicolas Cage, man. Come on, man. <laughs> like, well, I mean, it's a testament to how you played this yeah. this character. I mean, you you absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, you show up and there. Ta- it takes something to have that kind of presence. You know, you can do the makeup. Anyone can show up in the makeup, but if you don't have that presence, it's all for naught. You know, and your presence is absolutely. And I'm sure that you you connect with that. I mean, you knew that the presence had to be something specific. I yeah, I'm, I'm, I just do what I've always done on stage, though. So just like <laughs> that's it's I don't it's to me it's just weird it's it's all a very weird concept to still wrap my brain around because to me I, I'm just myself I'm, I'm still like this insecure nerd <laughs> on the inside so I'm like what no <laughs> it's 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 very strange to be like be mentioned in the same sentence as people I've grown up idolizing and learning from my whole entire life so it's 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 very bizarre very bizarre. Um, we've, <laughs> we've already brought up some great names already if you can work with anybody in the industry who would it be and why oh god um i would say like doug jones or like andy circus i love those guys so much yeah, I, I think they're they're such amazing character actors. They they they're so diverse, and I think they would just be an absolute joy to play off of. Jim Carrey's, of course, another one, and if he was still alive, Robin Williams any day. Oh, without a question. Yeah, yeah. It's just like oh god, just those guys. I've I've they they've all been like big sources of inspiration for me my whole entire life, and so I'm like I would do just I would be happy just having one sentence opposite of them and just be like <laughs> Mark Hamill too oh my god Mark oh gosh his, his voice work even even if you just play opposite him his voice work I mean well, yeah I, so I've diverse been, it was so funny is like I, I have like one degree of separation from Mark now with uh, John Wesley ship ah, oh yeah flash yeah because um John, I, I got to know John by we, um, my buddy David Gregory. He he was John's, I think, son on the soap opera they used to, they were on together, and. David created this audio drama called Powder Burns, which is about it's a western concerning a blind sheriff, and John plays the blind sheriff. And they brought me in as the villain of the the week, I guess, for the episode. And they like to try to get all the actors to record together, and so I got to record in the booth with John. I'm like, this is amazing. I'm like, and inside, I was like geeking out the whole entire time, like, oh my god, I'm playing the villain off of the Flash. That's awesome. <laughs> And I'm like, and, and now John and I are really good friends. He's the one who hooked me up, my my appearance manager and stuff like that. So I'm like, I, I just, I adore John. He's like the one of the coolest guys. But I, I put the, the, the flea in uh, David's ear because we've actually won awards for this show for like the Sovas Awards, the uh, voiceover awards 
for uh, one of our episodes and stuff like that that they did with Ed Asner. And I'm like, you know what? If we do a second season of this, you know what would be really cool is to bring in Mark Hamill to play my father and we come back for revenge. And then you could have a whole reunion between Mark and John doing voiceover together. And it would just be like, David's like, oh my God, that would be great. I'm like, they're like, well, let's let's try to make this happen, man. And you're all over it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, dude, just give me one line. Just like, thanks, Dad. And if I get to be in the same room with Mark, I would be happy. <laughs> man, you've already got. Hey, knowing John Wesley Ship, you're one foot in the door for uh, the Berlantiverse. I mean, he's already. I mean, oh, he's, that's right. He's connected to the Flash. Oh, I would be. I, would, I. I mean, I love. I love what. Greg does. I'm like I'm. I'm a huge fan of all those shows. Uh, so I'm just like, oh, yee, please <laughs> put me in, Coach. <laughs> put me in. I would be so very happy to be his Joker. Please. Oh my God! Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, I love it so much. Oh, is that just, it's always been my dream role, so I'm like, yeah. You would be oh, perfect. Well, <laughs> hey, man, you look at it, uh, Tara Strong was not the original Harley Quinn, but now she's the go-to. Yeah. So, hey, man, if any, if Mark River decides to put it down, all you have to do yeah. is do what you just did. That's right. <laughs> do what you I do. Because I'm like... I, I don't do a full-on Mark impersonation because I think his is just the best. Right, you it's don't want to mess with the best, but it's definitely inspired by him. I'm like, to me, I think his interpretation of the Joker is what the Joker is. Absolutely. Is as much as I love like the live-action versions of even like Romero or like Nicholson and Ledger. They weren't, to me, the comic book version of the character. And that's always been my dream, is to actually bring the comic book version of the character to life, on live-action version of it. Like, to actually look like him. And, you know, set, and like that's what I want to do one day. Not these, like, like, what they did with, you know, Suicide Squad, where he looked like some thug. Or, I'm like, no, that's not the comic book version. I, I want, I want the comic book version of Joker. Right. Like so far, no one has really hit that nail on the head with a live action version. But Mark nailed it. Well, he does that. It's just like any time anybody sees a Batman, sees Batman on the page, you you hear Kevin Conroy, and I yeah. and, and it's exactly the same way. You know, you hear Mark Hamill's Joker yeah. when you read him, or at least when I read the comics, that's what I hear. Oh, the funny thing was, even like before the animated series came out, that's kind of the voice I had in my head anyways for the character. It was just, that was it to me. Even as a kid, it was, it was weird. I was like, I was always into voices as a kid. So that's always how I read him in my head and having a little bit of a raspiness. Because I, I guess I overthought it as a kid. I was like, well, you know, if you fell in a vat of chemicals, those chemicals might have burned his throat some. So he would have a, a raspiness to his voice. So Absolutely. Like, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. I think too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's what. That's the reason why you were able to bring that character to life is because of the way that you think, and we need more people like you. Yes. Well, ho- hopefully, someone else thinks the same. <laughs> they will. <laughs> All right. All can, in good time. Can I? Hey, guys. Can I ask the question I've been dying to ask? Sure. Yes. All right, look, so we know you've been hitting the convention circuit. We we were talking about it a little bit before um, before we recorded. Uh, we got to hear some crazy st- fan stories from you, man. Any clown fetishes that you've dealt with or anything really, really bizarre you can tell us about? Oh, gosh. I, strangely enough, there haven't really been any weird instances with fans. Like... There's, I guess there's such a like a, a misnomer or a, like some kind of weird stereotype about horror fans, but they're just ordinary people. Yeah, chances <laughs> are the housewives at Disney World are going a uh, lot more crazy with like uh, the uh, the pirate characters than they are with you yeah. at the conventions. Huh? Yeah. I, I've had a few people dress up as art, which I think is so awesome. cool. Yeah, which I, I've loved. Probably the craziest thing to me is just seeing like little kids that are fans. 
I'm like, <laughs> you really? I had You're like, serious. I am totally serious. Oh my god. I, I'm like, especially when I was up in Chicago, there was like a four year old girl that had seen the movie several times. No, oh really? She's just infatuated with me. She was just, oh. it, she, and she was so cute. Oh. <laughs> It was so so cute. I'm like, you're not. I'm like, you're not scared of me. Like, no, I think you're funny. And I'm like, oh, oh <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, the hacksaw scene alone. I mean, right? seriously. Yeah, I, I think her parents like covered her eyes at certain. Uh, okay, hopefully, yeah. hopefully that's the case. Shoot. Now, don't get me wrong. I love it. Like, I think it. I think it is the scene that literally. I mean, when my friends told me about the movie. That was it. It was like, dude, you mm-hmm. aren't ready for what's about to. That say. was the scene you told me about. Yeah, like I literally <laughs> had to forewarn Mel. I, she was yeah. like, "Josh, I'm very scared of horror movies." I'm and very I scared said, of clout. Period. I, I just have to tell you this one scene. I just need to prepare you. <laughs> yeah. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's it's. Right. That's why I'm like, are yeah, are you sure you're okay with me, kid? <laughs> I do bad things to people. I can't imagine. I'm not sure I'm okay with you, so I can't imagine. Oh, it's funny. I I mean, I've had full grown uh, grown adults like just like I can't go near you, and I'm in my just regular duds, and they're like, I I, oh no 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 no, that's fine, that's great, but the clown get no 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 no. Mm. Yeah yeah, I'm telling (laughs) you, man, I'm looking for somebody like Universal to jump on. I mean, I've been to Halloween Horror Nights multiple times, which by the way, if you have ever have the chance to go with if you're a horror fan, yeah. I mean, it is a must and I'm just waiting for them to jump on the the Art the Clown the, you know, whatever. The whole I, I, we need a haunted house that's literally centered around Terrifier. Oh god, that would be insane. Oh, it would oh, be god. so good because I mean, it, and it lends itself so well to what they do down there. Yeah. Oh, you definitely so. Definitely so. I totally agree. There's like there's there's so I, there's so much potential for this character in, in in the long run. It just it blows my mind. I'm just like this is wow. I I, I was even like um like they recently you know they announced like Mortal Kombat 11. I think that's coming out yeah. next year. And people were like speculating. Oh, they because they usually like to put like a, a horror character in as a, like a DLC fighter. I'm like, oh, I would love one day to be have art in the game because I'm a huge video game nerd anyway. So I'm like, oh my god. And I'm like, and I was just thinking like, oh yeah, they could totally use art in the game. There's like so many things they could do with them like move wise and you know, especially for fatalities and stuff like that. I'm like, oh god, that would be awesome. <laughs> but you know, give it a few years, maybe we'll see. Yeah, and with talking to David, I mean, does he have plans to bring Art back? Oh, Damien, yeah, yeah. Damien, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm David. Uh, yeah, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Sorry. But yeah, I, I talk to myself all the time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but does Damien have plans to bring him back to the big screen, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's almost done writing the sequel right That's now. That's amazing. Yeah, he's, he's, I think he's already over 100 pages into the script. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. So he's he 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 and I've been talking a lot. He's wanting me to come over and read the script over at his place. He's we've he's told me some things that are going to be in it, but other things he's wanting to leave a surprise for me. So he sees my reaction when I read it. I'm like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> so <laughs> it's safe to say that we can see you again. Yes, I would say. Ooh. I mean, we don't have a distributor yet, or I'm not a uh, studio behind us or anything like that yet. But I'm I'm hoping like he, that's what he wants to do is after he gets the script written he wants to start shopping it around to uh people to fund us and stuff like that so you know hopefully we can get a studio to back us for this go around so we have a bigger budget and stuff like that because i know some of the ideas that we have planned for this are like we definitely have to have a bigger budget for so and they're batshit crazy (laughs) it goes to netflix i mean netflix now can produce your film oh my gosh and it's still turned into i mean with their originals I mean, being a Netflix original is not something to scoff at. I mean, no. even if you're a Netflix original or what they call a Netflix original, I mean, that's still huge. Yeah. I mean, they did that with uh, the last Chucky movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, straight to Netflix. Right. Yeah. Curse yeah. of Chucky. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? I'm like, I'm open to oppor- whatever, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. That's how I look at it. But I, I know there, even if we can't get a studio, I know so many people that already want to put money into it. So, so that's always good to know. 
That's awesome. So do you have any upcoming convention appearances or any future projects that you can tell us about? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I'm still working on uh, Nightwing Escalation. Well, like It's a fan-made show, so we film whenever we all can get together and actually film. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're filming the final season still. We've been filming this final season for like three years now. <laughs> <laughs> as you do but um yeah i'm still working on that um as for conventions i i'm i'm doing a whole slew of them next year Uh, i can't remember them all off the top of my head but i know like for between now and the end of february i got two i'm doing uh days of the dead down there in atlanta Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to be there in January. That's and awesome. then I'm going to be up in North Carolina in Charlotte at a Mad Monster Party in February. Okay. And then I'm doing several other Days of the Dead and other stuff, you know, all over the, the, the nation, up in Canada. I'm even going to Germany in October. So wow, it's, it's going to be a great year. I'm at least doing one convention a month all the way through October. So I'm, I'm not complaining. October I'm excited. Yeah. Who knows what else is coming up? I I have no idea. I I hope my agents get on the ball and like start submitting me for whatever. (laughs) Well, clearly we need to petition to have you in here in Nashville. So. Ah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. So. It's good. (laughs) southern food i'm always happy to go back down south <laughs> oh honey now we can take you and and show you some good southern food <laughs> oh i know i know yeah Ooh, I'm, I'm i'm already excited going to atlanta just so i can have a waffle house again <laughs> that's so true yeah we i've already talked to the people of days of the dead when we we're in chicago they were just like there's a waffle house down the street i'm like hell yes there is <laughs> i am going to be at that waffle house i will bring people i love it Okay, so obviously we can find you on Instagram at David David Howard Thornton. By the way, ladies, if you have not seen David Howard Thornton, he is the most adorable human being in the on the planet. So, you know. <laughs> um, but Stop where it. else can our listeners find you? You can also find me on Facebook under the same name and uh, Twitter, which is probably the easiest place to get me to like follow you on is Twitter because I can follow everybody on Twitter and I don't have to worry about stupid limits. <laughs> so I, I'm under on Twitter under David H Thornton. Ah, so, okay. Yep, that's probably Perfect. the best ways to find me. Awesome. And do you have any uh, charities or causes that you like to support? Not anything I'm officially with, but I mean, okay. I I usually give to a lot of cancer charities. So that's you know because I've I lost my mom to cancer back when that's I was nice. in college, which was basically the whole catalyst that got me out of teaching and doing acting as a as a, my career so you know that's that's a big important thing to me is cancer research so i'm like that's that's actually a big goal of mine one day is to make the millions so i can set up a whole cancer fund and stuff like that for you know some some way to some way to help out those that have cancer and stuff like that so yeah so give that's the amazing. cancer charities that's amazing that's awesome okay so i do have to ask you what what did you teach I I got my degree in elementary education. I have also a minor in history. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so That's I'm awesome. a big history nerd. So yes. Okay. That's yep, awesome. Yep, yep. I come from a long line of engineers and teachers. Like most, really? my my grandfather was with the Army Missile Command that worked with Dr. Von Braun, who started NASA. So my grandfather basically helped start NASA. And my dad worked for NASA for like 40 years. And so, yeah. Crap. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Got a family of space cases and teachers. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Well, it explains why you're so awesome also. So that's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm the oddball in the family. (laughs) I don't know. I think you're pretty great. So... Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, David, for joining us. That's all of our questions for today. I appreciate you so much. Oh, thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun talking with you guys. So fun. We'd love to have you back sometime. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Well, we will we'll plan on that then. Sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> and talk to Greg Baranti for me. <laughs> yeah, that's Brian. That's your territory, right? I'm on it. 
Listen, Get on that, we yeah. will do it. <laughs> yeah, we need to. We just should go ahead and start the petition now. That's yeah. right. Get, get the ball rolling and make yeah, this happen. I also like to be Plastic Man. I'm putting that out there since I know they're going to make a Plastic Man movie. Oh. There you go. Okay. I, I know my competition's Ben Schwartz. I'm like Schwartz. Yeah. <laughs> Schwartz who? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I can actually put my legs behind my head. So come on. Well, damn! You're doing better than all of us. Your CG budget there. (laughs) Well, hey, and I meant to ask you while we were doing the interview, but I mean, it's cut now. But the thing, uh, like Doug Jones, I mean, he has very similar. I mean, like your build and his build. I mean, is that it's it just lends so well to all those characters. That is just Uh, I I love love like his son. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I've actually started a friendship up with Doug recently. We've been really? chatting because uh, we're going to be at a um, uh, Mad Monster Party together in North Carolina. So I'm like, uh, plus we both have the luxury of um, and the honor of killing Jenna Cannell in a film. He was because she was in Bye Bye Man with him. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's uh, right. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. We tried to forget that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a shame too because like know, if they, what a waste. If they, Went with the original cut of the film. It would have been so much better. Yeah. Well, I mean, <clears throat> he looked awesome. But, I mean, other oh, than that, did. that was about all. That That's where it ended for me. <laughs> yeah, it had nothing to do with the actors and that. It was it was just like the, the cut of the film that they did. And it's like it was, it was a shame, too, because that, that character had so much potential. No doubt. So much it's like, And Doug's so talented. Oh, my God. And he's just the sweetest man. He's that's just, it. Man, just one of the nicest guys I've ever met at any convention. Like between like him and like we were talking about earlier, Bill Mosley. Yeah. I mean, Bill Mosley has to tone down Sid Haig because they always sit together, and he's like, yeah. "Sid, oh, Sid, bad. don't be an asshole." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually because I like I I mean I had talked with Bill several times on Twitter before the convention, but we were at uh, uh, Days of the Dead together in mm-hmm. Chicago. And, he, he came straight to my table as soon as I got there and just said hi. And I was like, wow, whoa, you, wow, oh, wow. <laughs> like, you know, you know who I am? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, he, he is such a sweet, sweet man. And well, that's, that's what I found about so many of these horror actors. They're all really good guys in real life. Like, you know, uh, like Kane Hodder is just Oh, Kane is great, dude. Yeah. Uh, R.A., who was Leatherface. They're all just Robert England. They're all just really nice guys in real life. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's like, it's so funny how that is. (laughs) That's like you, though. I mean, honestly, okay, I I am terrified of clowns. I'm not going to lie. I'm super terrified. So when you, you know, your your message slid into my my messages, like with the, the super scary face, I was like, I don't know how to feel about this. (laughs) (laughs) like he's so sweet but oh my god that's terrifying (laughs) but you are you're super nice so that's that's i try my best i I have my moments (laughs) as people on twitter know (laughs) see i'm so glad to know that i can now find you on twitter that's that's okay we'll start we'll start following now yeah, I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you coming by, man. Oh, Thank no you so much, David. We really appreciate it. And again, no you can find him um, in the film Terrifier on Netflix, guys. So make sure to check it out. All right. Thank you, David. You're welcome. Y'all take care and a happy new year to you. And happy you too. New year. <laughs>